What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the New Vision Podcast. I'm Dixie Lovett, the Director of Women's Ministries, and I am excited that you're joining in today as we continue reading in John. In chapter 3 of John, we met Nicodemus, and he was a respected religious leader. But today, we're going to once again meet the Samaritan woman, who is totally different from Nicodemus and actually an outcast. Jesus will show us again that the gospel is for all. No matter life circumstances, whether you're rich or poor or prestigious or outcast, Jesus is the answer to our brokenness. So let's get on with the reading. I will begin in John chapter 4, and I'll be reading through verse uh, 30, 1 through 30, and I'll be reading from the ESV. Now, when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize, but only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to the town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get the living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I give them will never be thirsty again. The water that I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me. The hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. 
for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to Him, I know that the Messiah is coming, He who is called the Christ. When He comes, He will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am He. Just then the disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said, What do you seek, or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of town, they went out of the town and were coming to him. Well, Jesus, uh, we read here, leaves Judea or Judah and drives to Galilee. And the shortest distance would be to travel through Samaria. However, as we've learned uh, in our study of Scripture, the Samaritans were hated by the Jewish people. And the Jewish people would shun a route that would go through Samaria. Samaria. They would actually uh, travel a much longer distance and cross the Jordan and bypass Samaria altogether. But the scripture tells us here today that Jesus had to pass through Samaria. And this seems to communicate more than just Jesus wanted to get there by the quickest route, but one of intention to go through Samaria as though he had an appointment to get to. And we know that that appointment to be at Jacob's well and his interaction with this woman of Samaria. So not only is Jesus' route through Samaria out of the ordinary, but also the fact that the Samaritan woman came to Jacob's well to draw water at midday or at noon. It was a custom to draw water and carry it early in the day before the heat of the day. But here she is at midday collecting her water. We aren't told why she's there at midday, but maybe it was just to avoid the other women of the area who might shun her or look down on her Or just simply, she felt the awkwardness of being around them. Or maybe, just maybe, she too had this appointment at Jacob's well. We've all heard it said that God is always working and that God is up to something. And that is true because God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's omniscient. He knows everything. Plus, he's omnipotent, which means he has unlimited power. And this is an encouragement to me as I read... um, about this Samaritan woman and that she was just going about her day just as I and really all of us go about our day each and every day. But God is up to something, Um, something for our good because of his love for us. John told us back in chapter 3 that God so loved the world, which would be this Samaritan woman and us, that he sent Jesus not to condemn the world, but to save those who believe in him. Jesus then asked the Samaritan woman for a drink of water. This, too, I kind of find to be out of the ordinary because, uh, and plus the Samaritan woman was a bit shocked because Jewish men would not talk to women, especially not to a Samaritan woman. But Jesus offers her living water. I just love how this woman uh, responded and the honesty in her response and her questions that she asked Jesus. Sometimes when I read this, I see her genuineness, and at other times, I feel like I see that she's got some hardness or maybe skepticism and maybe some sarcasm. But either way, she speaks to the Lord in the moment. Isn't that what the Lord wants of all of us? To speak to Him in honesty and in truth? 
Well, King David demonstrated this in his life and his writing in the Psalms where he cries out to God for rescue and for favor. And he um, speaks to him in confession and worship. But Jesus tells this woman that drinking the living water, in drinking this, she will never thirst again. Well, at this point, she is sold, she is bought in, she is ready to drink it. But her response is one that is really more concerning her physical thirst and just her the physical drain on toting these vessels of water every day. But Jesus tells her then to go get her husband, and then her shame is exposed. For she has had five husbands, and the one that she is living with, she's not married to. Married to. Well, at this point, we can only speculate the source of her shame, but Jesus knew And he began to share the solution. Jesus revealed to her that he was the Messiah, the hope that had come to rescue the world and her. Very soon, the disciples returned, and no doubt they were shocked that Jesus was speaking to this Samaritan woman. The scriptures say they marveled that he was talking to this woman, or astonished, or couldn't believe their eyes. Doesn't that hold true for us today? When we see the Lord working or hear someone's story, we're astonished. We marvel at the miracles of God working, of seeing and hearing what God has been up to. But the Samaritan woman quickly leaves and she goes back to town and begins to tell the story that took place at Jacob's well. She invites the people to come to the well and see and hear this man who told her everything she ever did and said, can this be the Christ? And we know she knew that this was indeed Jesus Christ. Verse 30 tells us that the people went out of the town and were coming to him. Let's not miss this today. Maybe they came to see this man out of curiosity, or maybe it was out of astonishment, or maybe just out of the hope that he was indeed the Messiah. The point is, the Samaritan woman shared the story of her encounter with Jesus and they came to him. There is so much truth in this section of scripture for us today. But in these last verses, our message is this. No matter your story, the story of Jesus in your life, whether it's miraculous or mundane, go tell it. Well, it is July, and we often hear the phrase Christmas in July, so I just can't help myself. Go tell it on the mountains over the hills and everywhere, that Jesus Christ is born and is working in your life. And watch the people come to him. Well, I'm so uh, excited and thankful that you listened in today. Know that uh, we love you guys. We pray that you have a blessed day. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.